This is CliffCentral.com. Yeah. Uh-huh. Woo. <laughs> Drank. <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is the weekly mashup. My name is Dimisha Masha, and I don't travel alone. I've got the feisty, the vivacious, Woo. the curvaceous. Oh no, not curvaceous. That's right. a lie. <laughs> the drank. The drank. The drank. Not in that way. In, like no, she drank water. I only drank All water. But Candace Mama, people, hello. This is the weekly mashup, and we're so happy that you could join us. I'm trying to trying to do this so that. My microphone is not in your way, Candice, of the camera. Because we're doing a live video. Yes, um, tune in to Tamisha Masha Instagram. Yeah, at Tamisha Masha. And you can see yes. us live right here in studio. Right now, though, um, mm-hmm. we were playing one of... I, I like that song. I really do. Even though... The I Nicki do, Minaj one. Well, it's really uh, not Nicki Minaj. It's that other dude. No Jason Derulo. No one cares about that I confess dude. that I'm jealous of Jason Derulo. I don't like Jason Derulo. I don't like him either. But why don't you like him? Let's start with the list of why we don't like Jason Derulo. I don't like him because every woman that I I love or like love has him. always liked Jason Derulo. And okay, I got a well. problem with that. Look, I'm not saying I'm insecure about Jason Derulo. Don't get me wrong. I'm not insecure. It's not an insecurity. It's just no, a thing. But I just don't like the fact that they like Jason Derulo. Okay. Because I know what he's about. Jason Derulo is not trying to be your friend. Jason Derulo is not trying to be in a relationship with you that is that is that is about you. Jason Derulo just want to do you. You know, like where I got personally offended by Jason Derulo was when he came to South Africa. I used to love Jason Derulo. Oh, okay. Like, show me, show me, sha, show me, sha, show me, sha. So you, you, but you, then, it was a political thing for you. No, it was, yeah. it was just a personal insult for my people. Uh, when he came to South Africa and then he said, do y'all speak English? We yeah. were like, what the hell did you book your ticket in, nigga? In, yeah. uh, like Swahili? Like, yeah, what the yeah, if? Yeah. Like, you know, so I was just like... Just a little ignorance okay. Just a little Alright But so, anyway so He I, wouldn't be my kind of guy anyway So You know what I feel nothing for how you feel about him Because quite frankly I'm at a point Where me and Jason Are not tight like that anymore I don't yeah. think we ever were You know what I mean Okay like there's so there's some people That I'm just not tight with like that Okay so Funny but I'm cool with Chris Barn though I'm cool with Chris Okay but Chris had Rihanna Like I, I just I just I should have a problem with that Yeah I should yeah. But I'm okay with that Because I feel like Chris has a sweet side to him You know He tried his best with Rihanna He just it he didn't just work. Has an issue, I guess. <laughs> but Rihanna, Rihanna's vexing. Rihanna's vexing. No, but Rihanna came, became better after Chris. Yeah. Like that was the relationship. You know, I always say in a woman's life, there's one relationship that's going to switch like the yeah, script yeah, mentally. Yeah. And Chris was that relationship Look, for Rihanna. I mean, not in our name, Chris. I'm not trying to be like, you know, kicked out of everything like a certain lady who defended Manana. I'm not defending Chris Brown for what he did. <laughs> To, to Rihanna That was wrong Chris That was wrong You shouldn't have done that Chris. shouldn't have done that we both against that Chris yeah. we both against that It doesn't that. matter how vexing she was It doesn't matter that she threw your Lamborghini keys into the street No 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 But I'm not even talking from the abuse element I'm okay. talking about from the relationship and love element yeah. There's always that one relationship That turns a good woman bad Rihanna was such a oh, good woman yeah. oh. She was so good And then Chris came along And well we've got that Rihanna now needed me I'm I was good on my off. own. That's I'm the way it was. <laughs> no, Rihanna was never I'm telling a the good truth. chick. She never. was all, no. She was never Rihanna a good was chick. awesome. Rihanna even had like the long bob. She had like that ugly long bob. She thing. had the long bob. And then it was she was like, never um, sweet though. Like you're talking like Rihanna was that chick. No, Rihanna who was, was nice and sweet. She was and a, and a sweet. Good girl. Never. How dare you? How dare never. you? Never. Uh, no, no, no. And in fact, Rihanna, Rihanna switched on umbrella. No, no, no. Rihanna switched on umbrella. Like 
under my umbrella. That was like the initial transition out of the Chris phase before she was Wait. doing like I forgot the other stuff she was doing. Wait, you mm-hmm. recall that Chris up to Rihanna that incident with Rihanna, right? Mm-hmm. Chris was this good, sweet mama's boy. He only sang love song, and now he's like, we think I'm gonna f you till you fall asleep and stuff like that's 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 the love. No, but song I'm not saying they didn't switch each other. I'm just saying that there's one relationship that turns you into someone different. <sighs> that one heartbreak, that one heartbreak will turn you into a different person. That's sad. That's all I'm saying. Sad. And anyway, there's, yeah. there's some other sad, sad, sad news that I, no. I just want to talk about. Um, the young lady who got the the money from oh. Nesfas. Ash. Uh, the 14 million and only only used 800,000. You know, we laughed about it, but if it was me, if it was me, people, I would have used like a lot more of that money. So, yeah. you know, and, and she committed suicide. <gasps> Did she? She committed suicide. What? She couldn't take it. Her grandmama said that she, she got the money. She didn't buy anyone groceries at the house. She didn't yeah. do all the, all the good things, all the right things. And what happened is she ended up, um, you know, Committing suicide. Oh I, I think my that's gosh! Really sad. It's not worth it. It's I had no it, idea. Lady. Like I, I think I'm that so sorry. No matter how bad things are going in your life, if there's always a change. It will get better. You're always. still alive. That means that something is going to get better. Yeah. You always. just have to hang in there. Mm. Most of the time, you just have to outlive the bad times. Literally. That's all. Literally. Literally, you don't have to do anything else. Just outlive the bad times, yeah. and you will see how it'll turn around. Damn. So I'm like, girl. Damn. You could have paid that $800,000 In fact, maybe what you were going through Was a test to show you That if they say you owe $800,000 you are going to make $8 million. Maybe You, know what, you I mean? know what, I think it was just a bad situation She got herself in some bad situations With the wrong people And unfortunately <sighs> she, it, she thought That the only way out was probably suicide And that's unfortunate But I just Damn. want to say to all the young people out there, and even if you're not young, but you're thinking of committing suicide. There's always another way, guys. There's, there's always, tomorrow will always be better. Even yeah. if they're, they're actually literally taking you away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and you're about to get arrested. I don't even know what you're pointing at. <laughs> right, I'm like, put this something. there. Oh, okay. There. I'm like a man. A man you've really literally sucks. got a... Like <laughs> sign language is, is ridiculous. I was going to say further, but okay, what if? <laughs> yes, better. I'm, I'm okay. very good at sign language. Terrible, I would, I would actually. Like, no. <laughs> you were so non-slick with your life. Like, you are the like least don't, slick nigga. Do I don't want do to know how you, hit, how you used to hit on people when you were still single. Because you are the most... Uns- like, I don't um, even understand how you don't pick up subtle cues. Like, that was so subtle. And you're like, what must I do? Pointing over. <laughs> like, listen, I'm if very, a woman very, looked at you, what are you going to do? I'm like, be like, are you staring at me? <laughs> I'm too dangerous for myself. Whatever. In fact, I've decided, I've decided I'm glad I'm out the game. Are you saying you're too slick for life? I'm too slick for life. Are you saying life, like guys? you're... You know Your pump names look back. Like, like women have fallen. I don't. I, the ones that didn't think they were gonna fall have fallen. I don't <laughs> believe you like for sure. No, for sure. For, for, for she'sy my knees. For she'sy my knees. No one even yeah. uses that phrase anymore. That's how I know. That's how I. I think like you used the Tumisha Masha card to get women. Uh, you, you are like. What? Do I you know you, who I you am? Know, people, I happen to be Tumisha Masha. You know, you can like just throw Tumisha the Tumisha Masha card around like. Yeah. Like, like, like it's an ANC membership. It doesn't work that way. It really, in fact, if anything, it actually makes your life more difficult. I have to work harder than the ordinary man. Lies! I'm telling Lies! you. Like, I've got that against me. Cause she's already thinking, oh, you think you are, and now I'm just gonna oh, fall you for think that. You're better. You know what I mean? I am gonna show you. So I have to like be subtle. I have to come in from the other side. I have to, I have to like, but you're, anyway, you're I'm, do I'm done with that. I'm, I'm done with that. What's oh. happened in the week apart from Hurricane Irma? Uh, 
I've been focused so much on my own life. I know that's very selfish to say, but I've been focused on my own life. People so are I know. dying. And, I know, know, and I'm just like, just the, like world, yeah, <laughs> the world revolves around yeah. Candace, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I'm not even going to open the news. That's I am not that person usually, but uh, mm-hmm. but now and again I allow myself to indulge in just my news. So, well, yes. the big news is you you've got a new blog that's come out. You're just yes! churning them out. You're just churning them out. And I this am. One was, you love yourself. No, you love your career. I love my career more, more than, than I love. You are a man. ready to love a man. Yes, right now, which is which is this ironic week. this, this week. week. <laughs> <laughs> which is ironic. All the listeners are like, oh, like literally. No, just this. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till next week. It will turn around. It will turn around Everyone. for you. She's going through a phase. I'm going through a moment. Mm. Um, <laughs> no, but it's so funny because as I was writing this blog, I was like, Tamisha's going to be like, but I've been saying, I've been saying. Um, you, you know, like I am one of those people who love being in a relationship. I love being with someone and I love dating and I love being with people. But until like I got a very cool opportunity presented to me and then I, I looked at this dude and I was like I'm not willing to sacrifice my career right now I mean you're great you're so gorgeous you, your you're smart you, you know no but can I tell will you your what will call you when you're down no 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 <laughs> will your career send you a whatsapp just in the middle of the day to say I was just thinking about you and I, and I just you are you're such awesome. an asshole <laughs> wow Wow! <laughs> I'm not gonna answer the I can't with you. Okay. Right. Um, so this dude, this amazing guy, came your way. He absolutely was amazing. I feel like wrote, God, God probably was, like put him on a bow and was like, I was like, child. give me his number. I'll go out with him. <laughs> who is this guy? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> everyone, everyone wants to know who this mystery man is. It's so funny. Okay. And I was like, shame. Like I'm like the Taylor Swift of relationships. Like every guy that dates me knows there's gonna be a blog. Um, okay. <laughs> So hang on. But I will put his details at the bottom of my blog. What was wrong guys. with him? Did he have <laughs> bad breath? He had no, bad he was breath, great. He it? smiled great. He was personable. You know, I'm a lot to handle. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a like when you go out with me, I I like a lot of people gravitate towards me. Mm-hmm. So a lot of guys find saying. it very difficult. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. And I and I mean this with the utmost respect and humility. I'm yeah, not yeah. saying I'm saying for context reasons. Yes. So like when people come and talk to me, usually mm-hmm. like it's usually like little kids or like guys like yeah. will just stare at Children me. Children love you. Kids mm-hmm. do love me. Yeah. That one also. Kids love me. Okay. Um, <laughs> but like usually guys get very irritable. Like you know when when that starts to happen and they get very aggressive. And then there was this drunk guy who came over to me at the table like while I was on a date with this dude, mm-hmm. and he just started like he high fived me. He brought his whole table to sit next to us, and I was like, oh my god, it's about to go down. Like yeah. this guy's gonna start yeah. fighting and it's gonna be an awkward night. Yeah. And he was so good with it he went and met everyone at the table i was like wow and you're like i was like i love you're my career so perfect and i just want to be with you but but not i'm in now. love with my career yeah <laughs> you know what i think great guy if different timing i think i'm tired been perfect i just want to let you people know that i'm tired what if it's not that i was involved i tried to to be the cupid in this in this one, but I'm tired of, of having good feelings for you. I'm tired of being faith, like what? having the faith for you. Like you're always the one that's time. like, don't, don't date. No way, I would never say that. You are always the one who's like, like, maybe you should focus on your career. One. That is such a. Ah, dude, <laughs> that is nah, such a. Don't even bring me into it no more. You are such. Like, that you know is when you have that guys, friend no, who's sh- like, sh- who's failing matric, like you failed matric, like. A thousand times Like all your friends Have moved on They go family You're still in retreat And we're like This time Candice Is going to do it You know Candice Is like working really hard She's concentrating <laughs> On her books And you know She wrote the exams And you go buy the newspaper And you're like I'm ready man Candice Wow Okay and it's like No uh-uh. No Let I didn't me... see your name In the paper Okay Yeah okay. Ish, okay. You know this Don't believe this 
I want people to understand not because if you guys go to past podcasts, actually, actually, I will even direct you to a podcast you should go listen to. The one with Jeanette McKenzie, the psychic. It was a one time thing. Where she said to me, Candace, you know, you're probably not going to find a relationship until you, your career takes off because every guy along the way is going to be very intimidated, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then Tamisha was like, I've been telling her to stay alone. I've been telling her to stay single. She just doesn't listen to me. Okay. My wisdom. And then, uh-huh. The pod, uh, the podcast after we had, um, I think it was astrologer Teresa and you were like, I know guys, why won't Candace just focus on her career and stop yeah. with these niggas? And oh, now all of a sudden, even how I speak, all of a sudden, Mr. Uh-huh. Tamisha is the one who's holding a candle for me at night, being like, God, please bring her a man. Lord, that is such I'm, a lie. I'm playing like night and day. My knees, my knees hurt. I'm on my knees. Whatever. Okay. Um, okay, let's listen before before we go to yes. uh, our guest because I yeah. really want to talk to our guest right now. Mm-hmm. I think we've like spoken about a lot of things. Yes, um, if you're a Kaiser Chiefs fan, they won last night. I actually watched the oh, game. Who were they playing against? Game they were playing against Benny's team, Cape Town City. Mm-hmm. Um, and Benny's <laughs> an amazing coach. He's he's the next big thing. I really believe that. Okay. So for me to watch Kaiser Chiefs play so well, I was like, wow. Okay, but anyway, I'm really glad that my team Sundowns won. Um, who, who supports Sundowns? Like cool isn't people. it like just really pirates cool and people. chiefs that like have the support? No, Sundowns is actually the biggest team in the country, but a lot of people don't know that. Especially people who don't Big know how? anything about soccer. Oh wow! Yeah, Shots I know you don't okay. know anything about. That's okay. So I'm okay with that. You know, <laughs> they won as well, and Barcelona won in the, okay. in the UEFA. I mean, if there's a lot of really soccer happening. Yeah, and then you know, do people still watch that? <clears throat> all the time. I just watch the World Cup. And I just want to say a big up to uh, Sia Sia Colisi, the bear. On um, Insta He is my hero Like that guy The way he plays rugby mm. I'm just like You know I'm in awe And, and I know that he's going to do Amazing things this weekend Against the All Blacks There's so, so much sports There's so much sports This sport. is so I sad sport. Okay anyway Here let mm-hmm. me play your song Okay When I was you All I get is wild Music. I always wanted to do that. Take it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Thank Rihanna, you, T. Rihanna. I must say, my I must spirit confess, animal. You know, well, at least I've the spirit animal. I hope. I got problems with Rihanna. Oh gosh. Okay, go on. If Rihanna ever came to South Africa, I think she would destroy many a marriage relationship. And she just gave me. You know, she gave me that. You know, when a woman just gives you that look, like Rihanna doesn't have to even look room. at anyone. Rihanna just needs to walk past you And I think you'll, you'll be in love I would I'll be in mess love. it up I would I, really mess up my life for Rihanna I would, I, And I know that she's going to mess up my life No, I, I, know I would too I know going in yeah. That she's she's not going to love me back <laughs> She's going to be like she's I was good on my own That's you, the you way it was <laughs> And I know she's going to but, but just for that one night I'm willing to risk it all Oh gosh, you Sam Smithing already Like <sighs> for you I'd gladly And she's put on some weight lately But she's she's so beautiful She's that bad 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 chick I think Rihanna Would convert anyone Like I would I would go with Rihanna Fuck I'd be like Okay you know Take me Then come back and say I'm not even I'm not even Guys And I'd be on the podcast Like guys I'm not even like I'm not even But you know like Mm -hmm. Oh Rihanna though She's still Rihanna though Wow I mean who does not understand Rihanna Like hello Hello No you gotta be From a different planet Not to love Rihanna Anyway yeah, um, we got in the studio with us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this fine gentleman right here. His name mm-hmm. is Teppo Mariba. Say what's up, Teppo. How's it, guys? <laughs> um, it's good to have you in the studio, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh. Now I've known Teppo a long time. Y- okay. How a long, long is a long, long time? time? 
Mm, nearly 10 years, eh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nearly 10, 10 years, years now. Yeah. Wow. Now, Teppo is the, one of the most stylish cats I've ever come across. Oops. Well, I should hope so, because I saw his shoes. For real, though. And um, his ensemble. Yeah, yeah, you know, he started out, actually, you know, um, apart from the fact that he, he started out working for a number of shoe companies, the okay. biggest in this country, okay. and making them hundreds of millions of profit. Because he knows what kind of shoe to pick. Wow. Tep was a designer and okay. he used to have a brand, uh, a suit brand that I used to actually, I modeled, you know, in my oh. modeling days. <laughs> when you before, were still like the, before the kids, before the I shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> before, before the kids impact. <laughs> <laughs> before I had okay. a dad bod. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and he used to have, um, artistic soul. Yeah. Artistic yeah. soul it was. Yeah. I ah. miss that, man. I miss that. But speaking to the I mic, miss, I miss it as well. Eh? It's, um, I don't know. It feels like a lifetime ago. It but, is a um, lifetime ago. Yeah, How many years ago was it? Uh, going back 10 years. I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just when we met. I think the only thing that, uh, stayed on after that was my relationship with him. And then I just chose oh. to go, uh, the career route, you know, um, family mm. and everything. And then, uh, 10 years later, then, you know, we're reigniting the dream, but with a different approach now going into footwear. And then hopefully we'll go back into suiting as well. You know? mm. Okay. And I think from a timing point of view, the market is ready for us now. Yeah. Uh, we had to go and pay our school fees. You know, that's mm. how I look at it. You know, mm. gain the experience, make the contacts. And uh, I think not to break about it, but now I look at it and I'm like, we're really more knowledgeable about the industry than we yeah. were then. And then we definitely can make a difference in South Africa's economy in the long run. All right. But here's the thing, T. Um, you know all about Italian shoes. You've been buying Italian shoes for like the longest time for a particular brand in South Africa. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you've always told me that the biggest consumers in this country are the ones that buy like a shoe like a Cavella, for example. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So Abos Cortani are basically your biggest, your biggest consumer. Well, well, not where I am right now. Where I was. <laughs> I mean, people we, are like, stuff. yes, yeah. we yeah. we used to look at it. It's also aspiration at a different level, you know. For okay. them, it's like buying a Gucci brand, and I think okay. you have to respect that, you know, that there's different segments in the market itself. And then in our case, I saw an opportunity more in the middle to up market, you know, because. Okay. Even those people that are starting at the bottom, they yeah. they eventually graduate to the next level and so forth. So there's gaps in that. People who are n- naturally graduating from being at the bottom to the middle and then to the upper market. You know, you don't necessarily, all of a sudden because you're working, you can't necessarily afford a Louis Vuitton or a Gucci. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So that, that, that niche market in the middle there of saying, okay, now you're no longer the Cavella guy, but you, you're not quite at the, at the Louis, Louis Vuitton, Vuitton level. Yeah. You know, or, that's you know, where we Gucci. come in. Yeah, yeah. Or Gucci, yeah. yes. Yeah. And you don't want to go to Edgar's. <laughs> exactly. Know, yeah, no. Yeah. But anyway... Um, um, you've been doing this a long time and you know what you're talking about. Why did you choose to go to Italy to get your shoes made? Because that's where they're made. You design yeah, them, yeah, but they're yeah. made there, right? Yeah. And, and yeah, you're going to tell us that it's where all the best shoes are made and stuff like that. Yeah. But, but what can you tell us that is new about why you decided to go to Italy to get your shoes made? I think, I think through working with the factories and then their work ethic, number one, their knowledge about, about footwear, their passion. I mean, everything that the Italians do from food to, uh, cars, it's all about passion, you know, mm. and uh, it's things that have um, evolved over generations of generations. I mean, the businesses that we deal with in Italy, you know, it's the son running a business that was started by the grandfather, you know, so uh. so there's a lot of wealth of knowledge that sits with it. And like I said, they're really passionate about it. It's not even about the numbers, about mm. making money. And uh, there's also a genuine interest in them as people. You know, to, to collaborate with South Africa uh, or Africa as a whole for that matter, you know. Oh. So long term, actually mid to long term, we're even looking at, uh, 
bringing artisans into South Africa, training people about uh, ways of how to make Italian shoes, you know. Oh, wow. uh, and internationally, like you said, I mean, it, it does sound a bit like a cliche, but everyone knows that the best shoes in the world are from Italy, Italy, you know. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I mean, like, what are they doing right? Because a shoe is a shoe, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. a person who makes yeah. a shoe, especially yeah. if they're like handmade shoes. But yeah. what are the Italians doing that no one else is able to do? They... They have soul. I mean, it's, it's, I've seen, I've seen replicates of, replicas of shoes that are made in Italy mm. being done in China. Yeah. You know, and, you know, uh, let's be honest. Yeah, good quality shoes, but for yeah. some reason, they just don't have that, that soul in them. When you look mm. at them, you can feel that something is missing, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah. I, I don't want to be corny, but every shoe actually has to have a soul. No. But I know that at the moment, um, you opened a new store. It's called yep. Nero and Co. It's yep, in yep. Menlin. Mm-hmm. Um, what does Nero stand for? Well, the idea behind Nero was, I think, in in my ten years of working in the in the in the footwear retail business, um, I learned that black as a color is an essential to have. It's a color that never never dates. Um, and then, you know, before you buy anything colorful in your wardrobe, you always have to start with your basics, your, your classic colors. And then black mm. always features. I mean, it's, um, sales wise in most retailers, they'll tell you it even accounts for about 30 or 40% of their business. Okay. So the idea was to specialize and go into an avenue where we wanted to become a, a primary destination for anyone looking for a black pair of shoes across all different lifestyles, be it formal, be it, you know, uh, sneakers, lifestyle, all of that. Um, it was a nice idea at the time, but it sounded quite purist. So we had to tweak it and then and say, no, we can't just offer black colors, you know, black okay. shoes in, in our store. What wow, about someone who's beautiful? Looking, it is beautiful. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with it. But what about someone who's looking for a bright yellow pair of shoes? What about okay. that guy? You know, so black is the new orange or orange is the exactly. new black. So, you, you know, because having color also draws people into the store. So yeah. the idea was narrow is, is black for Italian, you know, and then okay. whenever we buy shoes in Italy, before you look at your fancy colors, you always start with your black and your brown, you know? Oh, so okay. it was black plus hmm. something else, you know? Yeah. So it's narrow as in a black shoe in the company of other colors. Oh, so that's wow. where the name comes from, yeah. So and of course, you are black yourself. <laughs> well, well, you can also look at it that way if you, yeah, if you, you like. Yeah, you can give it a woke <laughs> yeah, explanation. You, know? yeah, you are yeah, black yeah, and you know? then you have these other black Italians. Black pride. And, and yeah. The thing. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, and, and, you know, here's the thing, right? We know that the, the shoe market, the consumer of, of shoes has always been Mostly black Yes yeah Was that something That you considered as well Um, Yeah historically yes But we're seeing I mean since opening on Friday I was actually overwhelmed By the you know The mix of customers That we've been having Coming into our stores You know um, it's no longer just a black consumer who's stylish. Even white, white guys now are coming yes. up. And then you see them coming into the store with their wives. And then obviously their wives are doing, putting a little bit of work on them to say, look, you need to, li- to be more stylish as well. Oh, that's awesome. So it's changing. You know, I think everyone has, uh, sort of like embraced, you know, style. Everyone has embraced, you know, the fact that you need to be up, you know, keep up with the trend as well. You know, it's no longer about those, uh, fell schoons or those, uh, Bronx shoes, chunky oh. boots and all of that oh. stuff. Yeah. Oh, so, no. Those damn Bronx. Yeah, yeah. Those damn Ooh. Bronx. Can they, they, like- they, they're in the same classes. Those ugly sandals. Oh, uh, those sandals. Uh, uh, Crocs. Oh, <laughs> oh, Crocs. Oh, man, don't mention that name. <laughs> a man wearing Crocs has decided he no longer needs. He's to given have up. Sex. Yeah, yeah. He's given up on yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like that's it. I've never once in my life thought I'd date a man dating uh, like wearing Crocs. But how could you ever date a man wearing Crocs? That's impossible. do they even want to date? That is the question. I don't think so. No, I think a man who's wearing up. Crocs is saying to the world, "I am I done. No, I no longer <laughs> want a woman in my life. If I am lucky enough to still have a woman, um." 
I'm not sure if I want to even have sex with her. <laughs> yeah, no, I've given up. Yeah. I've given that yeah. is like the station wagon of shoes. Yeah. Like I'm done. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know if I can say it's a station wagon because there's, there's worse than station wagons. There's like much broken worse. down. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a, like a Volvo, <laughs> dirty station wagon. Okay, back to the Italian shoes. Yeah. Anyway, um, the other thing is, uh, you only do men's shoes at the moment. At the Why moment, but um. Again, the intention being to specialize. I think women are spoiled for choice. And then when you go into this niche market of in between your middle to your, your, cause we were looking at being what we call accessible premium, you know, so we're giving you the same quality that you'd get for a Louis Vuitton or a Gucci, but at, um, you know, a reasonable price, an affordable price. Um, with women, I mean, I've, I've even this one, you know, I, I know I'm going to get crucified for Ooh. it, but the reality is we've had women coming in with their husband and then the guy wants to spend six grand on a pair of shoes and you have the wife saying to him, for that amount of money, I can get six pairs of shoes. You know, uh, you uh, know, uh, how, uh, do you, no. yeah, how do yeah. you compete with that? You know what yeah. I mean? But, uh, but with that said, I must say, uh, the, the request for, for ladies collection in the, in the range has been quite overwhelming. And then I think it's something that we definitely look, need to look into going forward. Yeah. Well, I must say, I mean, you did say six grand for a pair of shoes. I mean, okay. No, but can we just part. be fair? Yeah. Can we be mm-hmm. fair? Like quality shoes Like I always say That if you're going to spend Six grand on a shoe Right yeah, yeah. What's happening is You you That shoe is going to last you For about 10 years yeah. Like because it's not going to Break, tear down Whatever yeah, yeah. So in essence You're not actually spending That much on a shoe If you break investment. it down yeah, yeah. You know if you break Hopefully down you have the another amount. pair of shoes yeah. As well though, Okay I don't wear <laughs> If you're spending Six grand on one pair of shoes And yeah. you can't pay rent You've yeah, got yeah, issues yeah. Yeah. That go beyond Your shoe spending Look I mean If you bring three grand To the store You can pick something up But yeah. you know Between yeah. three and six I think, yeah, between three and six. I mean, our, our main range, Nero and Core, as a collection, mm-hmm. is at three thousand rand. You know, oh, okay. so yeah, the pricing goes from that all the way up to up to six thousand rand. Oh, okay. Are and people balking at the price? Are they a little bit afraid of 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 their price? Not really. I think the consumer who comes in is quite discerning, and then they know what they're looking for already. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I was. Again, surprised that we don't even get asked a lot of questions about the brands. The brands speak for themselves. They come in, they can see that this is value for money. Mm. Some guys don't even look at the prices, you know, and then, uh. But the thing is, the LSM you, LSM you are targeting, right? Mm -hmm. Is, is the type that wouldn't question spending that particular price. I mean, no one who can't afford it is gonna, you know, particularly inquire. Because let's be honest, um, it's still a, a certain chunk of money. And at the end of the day, you're still looking at, at uh, I suppose, a middle to mm-hmm. upper class market, yeah, right? Yeah. A, an a upper middle class, yeah. Yeah. be that as it may. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not exactly people who are earning hundreds of thousands every month. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's your middle class. I mean, at 3,000 rand. And, and just, just to put it into perspective, yeah. um, you go to shops like your Aldo, your Dune, and, uh, you know, now with, with uh, inflations and then the, you know, the devaluation of our currency, yeah. uh, you are likely to pay, you know, north of 2,000 and in some instances even above, even above, oh, yeah. above oh, 2,000 yeah. rand. You know, for shoes made in China or India that have got like peak lining, they don't even have leather soles on them. Um, and then those shoes you wear maximum maybe two years if you're lucky. Some of them won't even last you a year. Yeah. Wow. So for we looked at it and, and thought to ourselves, you know, add another a few hundred rands more, you know, to get it to three thousand rand. Now you, you've got a pair of shoes that can last you for even five years. You know. Mm. Did yeah. you have a problem initially when you started pricing your shoes? Uh, with like people not being receptive to the pricing? Not not really. Yeah. Surprisingly, oh, okay. I think everyone understood it. And then also with the years of experience that we have from oh. working for other retailers, I think we knew exactly where we needed to be. You know, that's mm. a, that uh, sweet spot that you need to come in at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wanted to ask now to just go back to basically the business side of things. Because, you know, you started a business and a lot of young people in South Africa are always talking about how difficult it is to yeah, start yeah. a business, especially with something that you're doing. Mm. There's... 
apparently all these opportunities to get funding, mm. yeah. um, especially in the retail space. Mm-hmm. Did you find that it was easy for you to get funding? No, it wasn't easy. I mean, I mean, the business itself. This is I quit my job. You know, more than a year ago, just to focus on this and then make sure that we do everything, follow the process correctly. Yeah. Uh, from starting up with your business plan, getting the company registered, getting your trademarks done, getting import licenses, you know, all of that, getting a VAT number. Mm-hmm. And then in the process of that, we were looking for funding. Yeah. And uh, with, with, with government, I mean, there's funding available, but obviously uh, how it was explained to me is unfortunately... You know, if they want to make a change into the economy of South Africa, you know, they cannot focus on everything. So in their case, they chose to go the industrialization route, which means there is money available for people who are looking to establish factories and create more employment. Oh, okay. So retail at the moment is not a priority for them. Mm. So for that reason, it wasn't as easy to get funding. And then I had to actually collaborate with um, um, factories in Italy that I've worked with before. You know, there was a company that had worked with them that was willing to put the investment down on loan agreement to say, you know, we believe in this vision. We've seen your... Your, your um, yeah, your work. You know, we think you can pull it off. Let's let's work together on it and let's see where it takes us. Mm. And then, like I said, mid to long term, the very people that are behind it are willing to come into South Africa and then you know help us train other people around making shoes. And then I think that's where then government can step in with their with their funding. How did you stay inspired, Tapo? I mean, um, you know, here you are. You're struggling um, to raise the the funding and the financing. Um, and you have quit your job yeah. to yeah. really focus on this. Um, there must have been moments where you wanted to give up. How yeah. did you stay? Look, it, it hasn't been easy, but he, and like I said, because because of the history of once being in that industry, you know, on the suiting side, where I then made the decision to rather stay in corporate, <laughs> chose the safer route. Ten yeah. years later, when you're saying now, I think I'm ready. You know, I think you're more resilient. You've got a bigger, a, a better conviction about what you want to do. So, and I knew I was anticipating that there were going to be challenges along the way. And then, you know, today I can even laugh about some of those challenges, you know. So mm. one had to just stay focused. And then I must be honest, there was also a lot of support from friends and family, you know, people oh, that okay. you know, every now and again, when you feel like, you know what, you're feeling mm. down and it's not going to work. They say, you know what, we believe in you. You can make this happen. And then that just lifts your spirit. And then, yeah. I mean, a year later, here we are. The shop is operating. You know, all my anxieties are gone because, I mean, we had a, quite a nice opening over the weekend. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a, it's a beginning to great things. Yeah. yeah. But what's that spark? I just want to know what's that spark that allows you to take the leap? Because I feel like there's always a moment where you say, I'm leaving safety and uh-huh. I'm about yeah, to just yeah, jump. Yeah, yeah. So what was that for you? Ah. Uh, Realizing that I'm getting old, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you're not getting any younger. You know, if you don't do it now, I mean, my my vision of it was, you know, like, okay, I'm approaching forty now. Uh, Another ten years, then I might as well bank on my pension funds. It's all downhill. (laughs) It's all downhill after After forty. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's now or never. You know, yeah. Do it now. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. I mean, T, your story is very inspirational, and I want to talk about your story for a little bit. You're a guy from Libuakhomu. And, you know, I was driving through there last week. Where is that? Tuesday. Is it the Polokwani? In, in Polokwani, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, 60 yeah. k's from Polokwani. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a township slash village. Oh, okay. Um, 60 k's away from Polokwani. Yeah. It's like the apartheid people knew what they were doing because they put us like far. <laughs> yeah. It's like to get to the town, you have to, it's like a treacherous road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had to dress up to go to you town. Know what I mean? Like in those days. <laughs> it, it, was a, it was a journey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a journey. Yeah, a field trip. You had to take lunch with you yeah, as well and stop exactly. halfway there. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> and there you are, you know. Memories. Um, now you are hobnobbing with the whatnots in Italy. Yeah, you yeah. know, everything about Italian shoes. Yeah. I mean, you're not even pretentious about knowing Italian shoes. There are people who think they know stuff. Yeah. This yeah, guy yeah. knows it's stuff. Italian. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, he, know, yeah. he okay. knows Prada. He knows Louis yes. Vuitton. He knows all those brands. Like, yeah. it's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing to him. Yeah. 
your story. Tell us, take us from that time when a spark was lit that you said, you know what, I want to go into this fashion thing. Because yeah, yeah. you're a pretty smart yeah. guy. You could have been an accountant. Yeah. The safe I, well, I don't know about accounting. You could have been a, anything lawyer. but that. Yeah, lawyer, doctor. You would have been a very yeah. unsuccessful yeah. lawyer. You're too nice. You would have been a terrible, terrible uh, you'd lawyer. You'd be surprised, eh? Ma- maybe a doctor. Maybe yeah, a doctor, yeah, yeah. but certainly don't do law, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, people would lose the case because you'd be like, no, I don't think you should sue. You know, I mm. think let's just talk to the person and see if we can be nice. <laughs> or I could play reverse psychology on you. <laughs> I think that's more likely. But, but why okay. don't you? fashion man um look it's uh it started with the talent of being able to sketch and then uh, mm. i mean uh, while i was still in boarding school actually in uh, one of those catholic boarding schools uh i finished my metric in 97 yeah i had a passion to just get the pencil and a piece of paper and sketch That's when anything was born. you know really <laughs> wow <laughs> i like being young <laughs> yeah we're all jealous of you right now <laughs> Yeah, so from that I think now, nah, then you just start to play with, I mean, drawing cars, drawing furniture, drawing houses. Even today, it's not just clothing yes. that I, clothing or shoe oh, that I draw, okay. you know, everything. And then, yeah. then I decided that. I mean, you even do interior deco. Yes, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. You should see the shop that he did, um, Nero and Co. Like yeah. the way he's put, he, you did that all by yourself. Yes, you, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Conceptualized it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I think, and there's a, there's a nice story. There's harmony into how it all came together. The flow Tell into us about the store. That. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, from, I think it's a passion that I have mm. deeply in me that I, I like things to, to look beautiful. I oh. care about the aesthetics of things, mm. uh, the quality of things as well. You know, it shouldn't just look beautiful. It should also look appealing. It should mm. also look timeless. Yes. And then, you know, you, you have a passion for something. And then over the years, you harness it through, you know, researching, studying around it, and then also even improving your skill. So mm. from drawing lots of things over time, the skill just improves and improves. And sometimes when you go through the hardships, you pack it, you know, there's been, there was a moment, I think, where for two years I had never touched a pencil to draw anything oh, because wow. I was just not in the right frame yeah, of mind. But yeah. then when you revisit it, you find that that, it's that talent, there. it's still there, you know, on its own, it just self-natures mm. itself. And then when you're ready to pick up what you left off, it's still there, yeah. you know. And then, uh, like I said, with traveling as well, because I mean, I've been all over the world. I've been to, yeah. But before we get there, I want to know, um, that transition. Now you're at this, this Catholic school. And I'm sure the pressure was there. You have yeah. to choose mm. this. You have to choose that. Yeah. Yeah. Anything but what you chose. Yeah, yeah. Um, Something more stable. What made you decide? No, I'm going to go for this in this way. Well, sometimes it's the the rebellious you when your parents tell you, "I didn't pay all this money for you mm. to go and become a tailor." You know what I mean? I mean, there was a lot <laughs> of that. Right? You're not even a tailor because a tailor is a nice word. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dressmaker. You know what I mean? Yeah, they'd be like, <laughs> you know, and then like I'm not sewing yeah. guys. Yeah. And you realize that, you know what, to get to where you want to get yes. to, maybe those are some of the things you have to do. Look, oh, yeah. I was, it was never going to be about sitting in front of a sewing machine. I had a mm. vision beyond that. Yeah. But unfortunately, you have to start from the bottom and then work your way up. Yeah. And then yeah. you decided to go study. Yeah, you study studied fashion, fashion in Victoria Technicon. Okay. Yeah. And then a three-year course. And then in my second year, uh, I entered a competition for Best Young Design Awards uh, with Fair Lady and Mnet at the time. And mm-hmm. then, I um, mean, the show was in Cape Town. We showcased along the likes of your Errol Arons, Maiden Fasla. Oh, wow. I actually came through as a runner-up, you know, with a prize oh. money of about 15,000 rent at okay. the time. And then wow. that that put me on the map because from that, you know, after graduation, I was able to get into a, recru- um, a training program for buyers that was run by Truets in Cape Town. So, and then that now, you know, again, from learning about design and now you're going into the retail space, not exactly what I thought it was going yeah. to be. And then that's how I entered the corporate the corporate world. And then uh, three years into True Words, from there went to Edcon, worked for the Edcon Group for another two two and a half years. Nike South Africa uh, another two two years. And then from there I've been with Spitz for about uh, about ten years doing footwear for them for some okay. of the 
well-known brands like your Lacoste, Cabela, yeah. and Kit Geiger as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you're dumbstruck. No, but I think it's so important for people to understand that what I picked up from your journey is that it's not one seamless journey. Just yeah, from yeah. the decision-making process of mm-hmm. saying, I want to do this, even yes, though you had yeah. a bigger vision, mm-hmm. you went on so many detours yes, before yeah. you got to Nero and Co. Exactly. Yes, you know, yeah, so all yeah. these little milestones that look like setbacks, I'm sure mm-hmm. at the time yes, you're like, yeah, hey, definitely. no, yeah, yeah. they actually ended up molding this bigger vision. Yeah, yeah. Right? With what mm-hmm. you're saying now, here's what I want to ask. Yeah. How <clears> important is it to be faithful? To other people's businesses before you're able to qualify to oh, get your wow. own. Oh, uh, wow. Look, I think for me it's a trade exchange wow. because, as much as you know, they're giving you safety in terms of finances, they're paying your salary, and then if mm. you deliver on the results, you can also get a decent bonus out of it as well. Yeah. You know, mm. It's, a, it's and, an opportunity learnings, for you. Right? It's an opportunity. Yes, the learning. It's an opportunity for you to also learn about the business. You know, if on my own, not to, to discard that, there are people who have made it, you know. Uh, mm. Without going the corporate route, you know, but it, mm. I think it would have been much more difficult, and I wouldn't have been exposed to as much as I've been exposed to. You know, it was almost like lending lending the whole industry at someone else's expense. You know, because they pay yeah. for your travel, obviously because you're doing a job while you're there. Yeah. Uh, mm. Then you get to see all all parts of the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the the reason why I ask that question is as people sometimes we, we seem to think that when I finally get my own business, yeah. mm. then I'll be brilliant. Yeah. Then oh, I'll yeah. pitch yeah, up. Yeah. Then then I'll, oh, yeah. I'll give my all. But actually, before you can be, I say, qualified to get your own business, yeah. you have to be able to, to run other people's businesses yes, 100%. Yeah, exactly. successfully yes, yeah. and faithfully and do it well. It's your Absolutely. training ground. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So, so how did that inspire you to, to all those years? I mean, you, you've been working for nearly 20 years yes, for yeah. other people, knowing you have this vision, but yet you still had to pitch up every day and give your yeah. best at work. Yeah. I think being able to see the results of your hard work within a corporate environment where you know, you know, even word starts to get out that this is the guy who's behind one, two, three, and four. This is why mm. we're doing so well. You know, and then eventually you get to a point where you realize, I mean, even not for selfish reasons per se, but corporate, it's convenient for them to keep you where you are because mm. you're serving a specific purpose. Yeah. And then on your own, we all have aspirations to grow beyond where we are and, mm. you know, continuously challenge ourselves. Unfortunately, corporate doesn't, not that they don't want to, but doesn't always have the capacity to offer that to all of us because, you know, there's only yeah. so many positions in a, in a, in a, in a, corporate in a company. Yeah. So nothing personal, but then when you start to get to a point where you're feeling like your career is getting stagnant, I think then maybe then you need to start looking at those avenues of saying through what I've learned, what can I take out of it and then go and establish something that could hopefully tomorrow create an avenue for someone to also learn about the industry. Mm. Now take us through the step by step. You leave your job, you decide you're going to start this new retail company, this juggernaut that's about to hit South Africa. What what are the step by steps? What do you do first? Because there's someone listening out there who's like, I've always wanted to do that, but I don't know how to go around. Where do I even begin? Where do I even begin? Mm. Yeah. Well, you spend the 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 first three years saying, should I go? Should I stay? (laughs) (laughs) And 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 when they make you upset, like, yes, I'm going. You know, your last six months, everyone has been saying this guy has been saying he's going for the longest time, but he's still hanging around here. You know what? Because you got a car payment, and you're like, I'm staying. And, and, bond, I'm yeah. and sometimes, you know, when the, as the universe aligns, yeah. someone yeah. in there just does something to frust, to piss you off so badly that you're like, you know what? I've had enough. This is it. I'm <laughs> out. You know, there's always that push, that nudge that someone just yeah. gives it to you and you're like, you know what? This is where I draw the line. Yeah. Now. You know what I mean? I've got my limits. Yeah. I'm exactly. hateful. Yeah. Yeah. I think you must be I'm thankful hateful. for your haters. <laughs> your haters yeah. get yeah. you to the yeah. next level. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. We need them to, to, to get the better to out of us. To push us. Yeah. So, so then after those three years of I'm leaving, I'm, I'm staying, I'm back, I'm leaving. It's me again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then what happened? You leave. Yeah. Then and you now leave. you're sitting there at home. Yeah. And the worst part is your first week after you've served your notice, you're at home. You know, you're the like, Monday morning. Mara. 
everyone is getting up and going to work. You're like, what have, what have I done? You know, and then maybe you feel like, okay, let me just go do a little bit of shopping. And then you go around the malls. <laughs> and it's empty. It's empty. You're oh, like, wow. No, no, all, all you're seeing is housewives. <laughs> yeah, housewives <laughs> with, with prams. <laughs> exactly. And jump clothes. You know? And yeah, then reality starts to sink in. You know, it's, it's, uh, I'm unemployed. Yeah, I'm unemployed. You know, that's exactly what it is. You know, damn. You know, but then it's like, okay, yeah. it can only go upwards from there. You yes, know? yes. Mm. Yeah. And there's, there's always that temptation to say, maybe I should go back. You know, or look for another swallow job. my pride. Yeah. Yeah. Swallow yeah. your pride. But yeah. I think the longer you stay out of it, the more you start to accept it as a new normality. Yeah. And then you need to keep busy. You need to, I mean, even I was gymming for the first three months of, of being unemployed. I spent a lot of time at the gym. Uh, you know, I was working on the business plan and mm. then also sit with people as whenever you can. Just go sit with people who can also inspire you. Some people, it could even be people that are in business or people yeah. that share the same passion as you or friends that have done the same thing that you've done okay. who say, you know what, I've been at this for the last three so years. So that's like soul affirmation. Yes, exactly. You know? Okay. Yeah. Are you talking about a business plan though? And a lot of people don't, I, I don't, I've been doing business for a while, but yeah. I still sometimes think, what is this business plan? What, what this, this, like what's the use of this document? Yeah. yeah. And what is it? At yeah. the end of the, what do I put in? What do I not yeah. put in? Yes. Look, it's, it sounds quite formal, but I think, I mean, you can, you can, you can uh, break it down. You can simplify it to a business concept. I think it's just putting your idea on paper and then putting some numbers around it to make it a feasible idea. Mm. That's what it is. Mm. Nowadays, you don't even need an expert to help you with it. You can download a template on the internet as a start. And then you just maybe need the help of an accountant who can just make sure that your numbers, you know, do make sense at some point. Because ultimately, with any business, you're going to need to put some money down and if money is going in you need to make sure that there's guarantee that there's going to be or some kind of a you know an assessment that can you know qualify that we likely to get money out of it on the other end yeah. as well yeah. how did you make sure that you can you, you had those financial resources um to put money down well i used some of my own money in the beginning and mm. it, it ran out very quickly as a result mm. of it i mean after 15 years of working you know you've got your provident funds you know and then, like I said, through through contacts, you I saved a lot as well, didn't you? I saved a lot as well, yeah. Mm. So there's a lot of my own money that went into the business, and um, so and then that was the crucial uh, investment into the initial part of the business where you're putting down the foundation. Like I said, where you have to get trademarks done, even getting the store ready, you know, because we had to do uh, the renderings of what the shop is going to look like to get uh, approvals yeah. from the landlords. And that that's based on you have to have designs, something that you've put down yourself yes, on yeah. paper. Because exactly. when you go yeah. to the people who are going to do renderings and that sort of thing, yeah, yeah, you wanna you want them to see that you've done something. Your vision of yeah, what your you, vision, yeah, and exactly. it must be clear. Otherwise, yeah. then it takes, they'll do their own thing, and you might not be ha- be happy with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that costs money. It costs money. Yeah, I mean, so. I mean, just to, to, to put it into perspective, you're looking at roughly about 20 to 30K, you know, for maybe three or four renderings of what a shop could look like. You Jeez. know, if you, yeah, 3D renderings, if you're doing it through a professional. Sure. I'm sure the guys who can do it cheaper, uh, yeah. well, as much and, as the guys who will charge And that doesn't know. mean that just because you got great <laughs> renderings, renderings yeah. That, yeah, yes, yeah. that now everyone's going to be opening doors for you and exactly. say, come in. Oh, wow, how yeah. pretty. Have this money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And remember, at that point in time, you don't even have a store. You still have to apply. You don't even know what, what kind of a site they're going to give you. There's specifications uh, about all of that stuff yeah. yeah now the specifics of getting that store um a lot of people who think about going to retail don't understand that when you get that store um part of the contract is also paying a lot of the money up front like for yeah, a certain yeah, amount yeah. of months am i yeah. correct yes you have to pay um that's for rent it's a deposit yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you can do it in bank guarantees or you can put money down up front it's it's it can work out to even up to six months depending on and you also have to put surety down because you know just to make sure that the retailer also protects themselves, and that could be in the form of your house as well. To say if you default, you know, mm. you will, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's investment. Black investment. You, got a long way to yeah. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, if you don't have a, a house, 
yeah. in a, in, a, in a nice suburb. You're still yeah. living with your mom and dad. Do you yeah. think you could have been able to do this? Yeah. No, it's not. It's not easy, and I, especially as a new business, because you don't even have it. It's like it's being someone who wants to buy a car with no credit record mm. type of thing, you know. Yeah. So you gotta prove yourself first. So that's why it's always advisable to rather start small. Yeah. In our case, I mean, my vision was quite ambitious. We were looking at opening up five stores, mm. and thank God we didn't because I'm, it would have been, you know, overwhelming. Uh, five five times the risk, which means if it doesn't work, you know, you lose five times, you know. Yeah. And then at the end Jeez. of the day, like I said, I mean, if you're getting investment or a loan agreement from someone else, it's not your money; it's someone else's money. Mm. So you have a responsibility to spend it responsibly as well. Yeah. So, so it's always better to start small and then you know just we're definitely that, not yeah. going to taboo this Friday <laughs> on on the on the business credit card. I don't you know even know, I don't even know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of it. Taboo <laughs> or the business credit card? <laughs> Actually both. <laughs> This is a problem. What's the point of knowing a black guy with a with a retail store? And he can't even take it into booth. Yeah, we'll oh, get there. No. We'll get there. Oh, no. you know? Remember, priorities, yeah, yeah, yeah. priorities, uh, man. Yeah, you know, these guys. Unfortunately, yes, you have to pay your school fees. Your school fees first. Yeah, yeah so yeah. We'll, we'll get there. You'll be yeah. Mister Pop Bottles eventually. Yeah. Well, not Hopefully. that I want to be Mister yeah. Pop Bottles, but I know what you mean, <laughs> ladies. He's not saying that when in good times, give him, no. It's never going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. you know? He's not saying give me some time to yeah. work this thing no, out. No, no, no. Go go to church and pray. About your vision I think that's the, the best thing You can do Go look for Jesus Jesus should be your yeah, only, yeah, the yeah. only The only bottles yeah. We'll be popping Is the holy water yeah. Yeah. We'll be fine <laughs> So where to from here though You know You um, spoke about I mean, five stores uh, Where do you want to go Yeah the, the, the plan is still To open five stores And look It's early days to celebrate We've only been op- Open for what Five days now mm-hmm. um, So let's give it some time Maybe three or four months Into it Yeah we have already Put our name down For, for Santon As our second store Our second to the Menlin one That we opened yeah. Yeah, baby, go big or go Ooh. home. Yeah, if that happens, we'll most probably venture into that area as well. We're also looking at wholesale business where you're bringing brands into South Africa. Mm. Uh, and like I said, uh, mid to long term, we're also looking at manufacturing. I've got uh, factories in Italy that have got artisans that are willing to come and spend six months here at their own expenses, training youngsters on how wow. the, you know the art of making shoes. I think that's something that needs to come back. At the moment, we're not really making shoes like we used to. There was a time yeah. when we when we could make we, shoes. Yeah, we had it. Yeah, we had. What, what what's the deal industry. with that? Is 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 the cost of production are they that high? Is it the labor cost? Which part of the cost? Oh, it's not are that so much high? of that. See, see, the thing is, if you are in the in the business of manufacturing, there needs to be a buyer for what you're making. So, unfortunately, because of margins and everything, our own South African retailers, you know, not to speak ill of them per se, uh, chose the truth. chose to it save, you know, <laughs> chose to to protect the margin by going. By to going China. to the east okay. You know what I mean And then in the process I mean I remember When I started uh, In 2001 Working for Truitts uh, 80% of the production Was locally done There were lots of factories In Italy In uh, in Cape Town That were employing people As seamstresses And all of that yeah. Most of them Have closed down today Because they can't compete With, with, uh, with, with China With the cheap you know? produce yeah, exactly. But th- here's the thing Like when you say That we can't compete What is it that We can't compete with No, Look we've got standards We've got uh, minimum wages And I think for the right reasons Because okay. you know You don't uh, want to exploit Your labor yeah. be- Just because You don't want, you want your labor For like living in the factory exactly. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Under the The, the yeah. The machine when they're yeah. not working with their yeah. with their five children. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's really that's it. Is that it? Well, or that, is there something else? But the also, quality? isn't quality material costs? They're skimping I, on a look, lot of it things. Ta- it no? takes time. I think the thing is, you know, if if you if you if something was operational and you 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 halt it or you put a halt to it to rip to pick it up again will take a lot of time and investment. So that's what has happened. I think we've got a lot of artisans. There's a lot of people that are very good with their hands in, in South Africa as a whole. Mm. You know, not necessarily mm. in the footwear. It could be in any industry. Mm. Oh, no, and I think with the, make amazing Asian. shoes. Yeah. With their hands. Even, even even with shoes. I mean, it's not a, it's not a trade that is completely dead. I know mm. a, a lot of other you know a few people in Durban and even here in Johannesburg. I 
heard of a guy the other day who's mm. making beautiful shoes, you know, by yeah. hand as well. So it's there because I think we have a passion for it and then we have a passion to do things with our hands as well. Mm. But that skill again needs to be harnessed. It's taking that and making a business out of it, sort of like thing. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's limitations when there are no financial resources available. You know? mm. what, what do you think we can do as South Africans to, to make that better? Because I'm not going to say we must go to the government and what must the government, but what can what we can do? We do yeah. How can we support? As consumers yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, as consumers. I think, I think for me, outside of government, because government is really trying their utmost. I mean, there's funding available for anyone wanting to go into, into manufacturing. Um, corporates have a, a huge responsibility, especially more so now that, you know, they don't, they no longer have the luxury of saying we are the only ones trading in South Africa. Now the very people, they were aspiring to like your Zara's, your H&M's because I mean, in buying, that's how we, what we used to do. We used mm. to get on a plane, go to London, buy some samples from Zara. Come back, meet up with an agent in Cape Town, give this stuff to this guy who then goes to China and get them to knock it off for you and then put your label in there, you know, oh, okay. on the collar. That's yeah. that's how it was operating. Now Zara is right next door to you. Now you know? we know the inside tricks, guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, to work, right? yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So well, that's, that's, that's the problem right there. So I think if they had a long-term vision of saying, we're not in this just to make a profit for ourselves as a, as a, as a corporate, mm. you know, they, they should have... We're know, in this for development as well. Yeah, they should the have invested. Term. Not that they haven't been because they ask, you know, activities like your, your corporate social res- responsibility thing. Yeah. That's not enough. Like it's giving, not enough. Yes, giving yeah, money yeah. to children to go to school no. for a year is yeah, not enough. Yeah, yeah. Like keep the parents employed. Yes, yes. That's you don't exactly have to that, spend yeah. money on, on orphans. Yeah, and remember, these are the very people that you need to come back to you as your customers as well. Mm. So yeah. if they're not employed, then the business right now, that's why trade is, you know, I mean, we're coming into the market when everyone is complaining, saying, you know what, business is difficult. You know? Yeah. Wow. Sure. Woo. Yeah, that's. So we need like some final. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need points, something happy. So like happy, because yeah, I'm like yeah, this is quite depressing. To, right? And, the, and right there, the music I'm just like, stopped. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm not gonna play another song. We need to think about this. Yeah. We need to think about our ways. Yeah, no, yeah. sure, but but it's something inspiring. So, what is one motto you live by? Like now that you are doing this, you are doing great things. What is one thing that when you wake up still keeps you, like your fire? Like what reignites your fire? I think just stay stay true to your to who you are and your your passion. Never compromise yeah. it. In fact, the most the, the most recent saying that I had someone say was, you know what? Um, do what you do, and the rest of the world will follow afterwards. Do what you do, do and the rest do. of the world will follow after. That's it, man. Yeah, yeah. Yes, well, I wish love you all that. the best, man. Um, Thank you. Yeah, Thank I think you. you're doing an amazing thing, and I can't wait for you to start manufacturing in South Africa. Um, but apart from that, I mean, it's it's huge. We've got South African. Design shoes yeah. that are made Dude. in Italy. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is cool. the guy who makes I'm, them. You know, this can I tell you? This can guy. I tell you something? He, I'm having. I have major FOMO that you don't have women's shoes. Yeah. Like I knew you were going to say that. I'm you know, so major FOMO. That's, that's most probably the most exciting thing to close off one. Oh. It is coming. Give us a few uh. months. You're gonna have it coming in. I want to be on that email yeah, list. Yeah. Not saying I can afford six grand shoes, guys, but <laughs> they, they no, wait, there's yeah. a so wall, just, there's a way. You've chosen your career <laughs> over a blesser, so your career will have to buy those <laughs> shoes. <laughs> and on that note, on we're that out note. of here. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, here's AKA Peace, saying, guys. don't forget to pray. This is CliffCentral.com.